This is our New Year's special. We've been hyping it on across multiple podcasts on the Talks Podcast channel. I am joined by Spencer Spencer. Say hey to the people. Hey, everybody. Levi, how are you? What up? Big room here today. We also have BJ. How's it going? How woo making a triumphant return. He's not been on the Whiskey in the Weekends pod for a period of one year, exactly one year ago, and now you've made your return. How are you? Great. Love it. Awesome. Thanks, Hal. And then we also have my lovely wife, who you can listen to on the Manga Reads podcast, Sarah. Hey, y'all. All right. Well, we are going to go through our traditional on-brand segment. We're going to talk uh, a little bit here. It's about 6.30 on New Year's Eve. But we're going to follow the same format we did last year, which is we're going to have some whiskeys. We're going to talk. We'll break. And then as people come uh, to our annual New Year's party, we may fire up and do a few minutes with anybody who wants to get on the pod, share stories about the group or how their year went, or just talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about. Uh, I'm excited about the whiskeys, though. BJ has been building this up. BJ, what whiskeys are we going to try? Um, so uh, I think I talked about this, and this might have been posted when I took a picture, but we have a, uh, an array of Jean Bean whiskeys that have five different mash bills. So there is a... Can you explain mash bills for the people? Yes. So um, basically the grains that go into a whiskey and that are distilled is the mash bill of the whiskey. So um, to be a bourbon, it needs to be at least uh, more than 50% corn. Um, to be a scotch, it needs to be 100% barley. So with a lot of whiskeys, you can get a variety of different grains. Um, it just has to be uh, mostly corn. And so Jim Beam did something very awesome where they have a bunch of different grains um, and they treated them exactly the same, the exact same amount of aging, basically the same place in the warehouse. So you can really tell the difference between uh, the different whiskeys and what the grain really imparts to the whiskey. Um, and I'm really glad that you were able to get through that at 6.30 because I just don't know how that explanation would have gone at 11. So I think the timing on this is really strong. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not doing any more French whiskey this year. Um, so hopefully we, will, uh, we will get through it. Okay, we may ask you to remind us of what your personal experience with French whiskey was last year. Painful. Okay. Yeah. That may come up. Yeah, And this is interesting, BJ, because you and I have had this conversation on the pod where I basically said... Had Throughout the blanket statement, like, okay, you have these distilleries, whiskey distilleries, Jim Beam, Jack Peters, mm-hmm. whatever. When they do the premium version, I'm always like, ah, oh, fuck that. Like, that's that's yeah. not my thing. And you said, okay, put a pin in that. I got something for you on New Year's. Well, so this is the second one. So the first one for that was the Wild Turkey. So we mm-hmm. had the Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit. That, that was fantastic. Um, that, that was, was good. But we also, well, it's actually the third because you sent us the, uh, what was it, the Barrel Strength Makers? Yeah, that so was that terrible. Was, yeah, so that was the, the second one. So the first one was the Kentucky <laughs> Spirit. Um, we did the Barrel Strength Makers, and we actually have some Barrel Strength Bullet, which I'm quite excited to get to. Um, but I also, we might have somebody, uh, Adam reprise his role, and I think he will quite like the Kentucky Spirit. So I'm excited. Hopefully he won't take uh, umbrage to that one. Um, but but we do have some whiskeys for him. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and Adam did the pod last year. Hopefully we can get him up here. He's not here yet, so we'll probably record that a little later. But I think it's time to try our whiskey. Mm-hmm. First one. So this is the... Um, brown rice. Yep, the brown rice. For those uh, who are listening in, Hawu has shot his whiskey, um, <laughs> as opposed to savoring it and having kind of a taste there. Tradition so remains. You're going to go first um, in your review of that whiskey. Hmm. I am... More than happy to go first. I will say that I have never been a whiskey connoisseur, and I would not be a a good person to really distinguish between the different palate feels of whiskeys. 
But as far as alcohol goes, I think this whiskey is probably very efficient in getting me inebriated. How <laughs> would just literally cut to the crap? He said, "This is gonna be fucked up." This is good. All right, let's let's get that. Some to of us know why we're here. Distiller. Yeah, he's gonna want to know that quote. Efficiency. Efficiency is what really matters. Will equal drunk. Okay, I will go first. I feel like this is a pretty light whiskey. Very light. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Super sweet, um, but eminently drinkable, um, yeah. and I like it. Yeah, it comes across to me as very smooth. I get a taste of like a mix of like caramel, almost like a nutty kind of flavor that is very pleasant. Um, I think that the nutty, the nuttiness might be the brown rice. Yep, that, that would be my guess. Mm-hmm. And it's quite, it, it's very smooth. It's quite delicious to sip, and yeah, quite like it. I feel like being being relegated to what people think as a rare liquor is tough because it. It is a, a rare liquor in general because, you know, it, it is relatively inexpensive. Everybody knows what it is. But as we have been discussing through, you know, throughout the you know year and a half or whatever, that the, these distillers have products that are really good. And I think, and I, as this is the, the first in the five, I, I have high hopes for, for this uh, mash bill. Yeah, it, it seems like a sort of pay the bill situation. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the things they do that are that they enjoy, kind of a novelty type yeah. thing. Levi, what do you think? I really like this. I think Ooh, this, nice. is, this is really, really good. Um, it, your comment there, imminently drink, drinkable, is quite right. Um, and this is perfect for us sitting out on the porch mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. A nice little, maybe 45 degree night, sit out there with a little bit of this. Um, just warms the soul. Mm-hmm. Makes I, you feel good. And I would say I think this is a little bit more interesting than some of the other drinkable whiskeys that we've had and um like the black saddle that spencer you were you were a big fan of it, it was Love a little bit sweeter yeah. um but but it didn't have a, like this this has character and it's subtle it does. And, and it's just very pleasant and drinkable the reason i appreciate black saddle particularly at the time i recommended it was because it was simple it mm-hmm. was a, something i can enjoy without it actually directly offending me now i think i've broadened my taste enough the black saddle might come across a little bit boring who knows? We should try it again. Well, I might want to push back on that. I think I'm not sure you mean simple. I think you might mean unoffensive. That's because more, more Black does for, yeah. have layers to it. Yeah. This has layers to it, but it's nothing that, for say, and we're, we're going to get to it, something like a rye that could potentially turn you off with something yeah, right. very spicy yeah. or something that you're not expecting. Right. Very fair. Yeah. And my wife has now had two tastes, so I think she. What do you think? That's a that's a resounding endorsement from me. <laughs> okay, all right. The Came first back review to. <laughs> from you on whiskey on the weekends. <laughs> that's a that's a two sip whiskey for me. Now, big mm. serious serious question from you: Is it efficient in getting you intoxicated? Um, not as efficient as the Adam and Eve cocktail from <laughs> Bangor Breeds. <laughs> uh, that, that was uh, a high return on it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to Bangor Breeds on the Bangor Breeds. <laughs> All right. Well, I like this one. Do we want to get into our on-brand segment, or do we want to maybe try the second one? We got five to get through here, so we do. Should we sip the second one while we're doing the uh, next one? Yes. Yeah, uh, okay, there's a good yeah. plan. Spencer. Yeah. Right. Uh, introduce us. Executive producer credit on the episode. Mm-hmm. So um, we have the uh, Triticale. Um, Quoi? Triticale. Sounds, um, sounds sounds fancy and foreign. I, mm. I, I hand up. I don't know any. I don't know what that word is. Neither do I. And it, I, it sounds I like just, you've had the French whiskey again. I went a little <laughs> behind the curtain for folks because BJ was lining them up, and I said, "Here's the brown rice," and picked it up. And when that one came, I said, "And here's this one." <laughs> <laughs> I love how you and I both have the similar similar <laughs> yeah. Like, if I don't know something, I think 
I probably should know something, and I'm yeah. not even going to try. No. I'm, I'm just going to try touch this it. One. I, I'm a smart enough guy. If I don't know this one, this is probably a way out of left field. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this is more of the, like, I'm relying on my sense of the word, and I'm pretty sure... Oh, so you were just bullshitting. I, I am bullshitting a little bit. Come on, like, you should know this about me. Of course. Right now, Levi, um, that, that my guess is this is from uh, three different types of corn, and that's why it's called triticale, and I believe um, that that is what it is. Um, but we could definitely look it up at some point. Unfortunately, it doesn't say anything on the front label, um, and, oh, um, and I'm completely incorrect, so. Um, <laughs> what have we learned, BJ? So, so, so we've looked at the back, and this is a blend of hybrid of rye and durum wheat. Yep, I could have told you that. I have hmm. the up right here. Um, it is <laughs> so, so actually, not just related, what I thought. Not related to Mexico at all, Mr. <laughs> Kale. We've all learned something today, really. All right, let's get okay. this around. All right. This might be the fastest one-two punch of tasting we've ever done on, a, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I could get some and, and Spencer is pouring pours that, that we would usually do for two drinks. <laughs> yes. For the entire <laughs> yeah. uh, two, two and a half hours that we record. I have someone sharing um, a glass with me. I, I thank you so much. Thoroughly, absolutely, sir. Um, appreciate that that piece of information. Um, but I'm going to hand out what is left in my glass to Haru, and make him shoot it. Nice. So, so I can uh, I can pour because down the hatch. Spencer, the hammer is here. Yeah, Spencer poured me close to two ounces of that that last one. While it's very good, I'm not ready. No, no, no. Wrong one. <laughs> uh, All right, so. How wait, wait, wait. How? What did you think? Uh, again, I am... Very good at getting me. I am completely inept at distinguishing between the finer details between whiskeys. To, to do a sort of tie-in to another podcast on the um, Mangum Reads Podcast Network... Um, how Wait a second. Wait, it, Mangum Reads is good, but it's oh, not quite the podcast network yet. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the Connor Roy of, uh, <laughs> of, of whiskey uh, reviews? Yes, here's another thing you can write down. This is very good at getting me inebriated. <laughs> and here's another thing. So compared to the last one, mm-hmm. was there one that you liked better? Uh, I liked the previous one better because it was oh, not as... For for whatever reason, it was not as offensive as this present whiskey. Was there a reason that you would call the second one offensive? Uh, I almost throw up. Okay, well that sure, be, all right. So that might be from shooting it. I, I don't know. So uh, that could. Be I, I I will dispute that only because I shot the first one as well. So okay. um, this is a blend of 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 rye. Um, so rye is a bit more aggressive for a lot of palates. So that may be where it's coming from. Or maybe you're just really messed up. Or, or you've had quite a bit of whiskey so far, because um, this is not the first we've been drinking this night as um, hashtag on brand for, for literally all of us. Mm. Um, uh, no, some of us had to go to work today. I, yeah. did, did you drink before you had work? this whiskey? Yeah, but you work at a, at a law firm, right? So that's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a true yeah, it was a very sort of madman situation today. It was the oysters and the three oh, martini sure. lunch. And the, luckily, there were no stairs at the end of it. But, Working um, at a law firm, isn't it a two-drink minimum to even enter the building? <laughs> you would know. Mm. Uh, yeah, so what do we think of that one? 
Because I really liked it. I liked it better I than the first. It, yeah, I like it a lot too. I, I that like, is incredibly different than the first one. I mean, it's definitely got rye notes. Yes, and and there's a bit more sweetness, I think, from yeah. the from the wheat. This. One of the things I bring up a lot is uh, whiskeys that I think are mixable, which can be kind of heresy with some of the whiskeys that we try. Mm -hmm. I felt like the first one is one that I'd want to put in a cocktail. Mm -hmm. This is one I'd want to drink on its own. This. I, I was, was going to say, I think this would make a really good old-fashioned. Yeah, but old-fashions are like sort of simple cocktails. As opposed to like, he, I mean, I, I really think that, that, that Terry is referring to like, Throwing some diet coke in that, or gingers, or, or, or something like generic. Um, like Levi like, knows me well. I was yeah. thinking about a diet coke and bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I almost find this one confusing. It is the smoothest I've ever had. That's it that, had, is, that is. I, I'm saying patently untrue. I think. I'm <laughs> saying my opinion. Oh, I'm saying my opinion yeah. of where this hasn't. Even if the things I've regularly described as smooth, there's still an element of harshness, still an acknowledgement that the alcohol is mm. there. This is so thoroughly masked. It is so purely smooth. I'm not sure what to really make of it. It is very pleasant. I think it delicious is, is the word you're looking for. There is just no element. There is just no element of harshness to me for this at all. It is sweet. It is pleasant. It is flowing. I don't know what to say about it other than positive. It is. So, so, so do you get like the cinnamon and maybe a little bit of nutmeg from the at the end. Uh, yeah, at the end yeah, from the right. I, 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 I really don't. I'm really ma most tasting the sweetness on the front, and then it's just a a. It, it's just an undercurrent of sweetness throughout. Take a sip, and then I will breathe continue. out through your nose. Chew it. Bre breathe out through my nose. Let's say. Yes. Chew it. Gargle it. Don't gargle it. recording. That made it harsher. <laughs> You're welcome. That did make it harsher. That was weird. Um, okay. Yeah. So breathe out through your nose, like while while it's like still on your tongue, and you should get like a little bit more of nutmeg. The, yes, not nutmeg. cinnamon. Okay. Nut, nutmeg. Yes. I, there's definitely some nutmeg there, but I like how you say nutmeg, but not cinnamon. I love that about you, Spencer. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. All, right. I, all, all I can say is what I feel. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Levi, I'm interested to hear your opinion on the whiskey, but I also would like you to comment a little bit on the house that we rented. You've had some commentary as we've been uh, going through the house and looking at how it's filled out. Including couches. What's in the house, what provisions are available. <laughs> so, um, for those who have rented Airbnbs before, um, there's a class of Airbnb, the sort of classic Airbnb, which is someone's house. Someone lives there. It's lived in. Um, they are renting out their house or their bedroom uh, for you to live in. There are other houses that are clearly rental properties. They, 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 they are made and, and owned purely for someone, someone to rent. Um, of the rental, the pure rental properties, there's another class, which is the place that has the most bare bones of stuff. Hmm. For example, when we opened the fridge today, there was nothing in there except some baking soda. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Not um, like the courtesy orange juice, sir. Not a, not a condiment site, not a whole bottle of, uh, of ketchup, um, not some ranch from five years ago. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in there. We open up the drawers or open up the, the kitchen cabinets. There's like five glasses. Um, there and are cabinets that are completely empty. I mean, yeah. so, so the thing that baffles me the most is that clearly I feel like somebody put some thought into this kitchen it is it is a very nice kitchen yeah. in my estimation it is you know it has a gas range that has i, I think at least five burners mm -hmm. and and like a nice center burner it's a it, pretty place 
it has an island and it has granite countertops and then there's absolutely nothing in the kitchen. I know. Like, yeah. And I I wanted Levi to bring it up because I haven't talked about it this with him, but he was exploring the kitchen when we first got here and he opened one cabinet and there was nothing in it and he closed it. Normal close. Open the second one, nothing in it, a little bit harder. Third one, nothing in it, slam. Nothing in this fucking kitchen. I'm just saying, this is a place that Dexter would live. This is a house. Minimalist. Um, and, and a lot of saran wrap. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's very weird. And I will be honest. Easy to clean. This is not dissimilar to a, a, a non-trivial portion of Airbnbs, which is like pure rental properties. Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're not having anything here. No one, no one has lived here for real in years and years right. and years, and they're not investing shit in terms of extra stuff. Um, which, fair enough. I, we're, we're coming here, we can, we can get solo cups. It's fine. Yeah. Um, like but but right. the neighbors are like, what's going on over there? Okay, mm. A lot of cars okay. parked okay. out there. I, I will say another one of those nights, that's fine. As an aside, I, I, before this, I, I ran an Airbnb um, in lead up to this. I was, I was standing there just by myself, no one was there, uh, because I spent a lot of time with other people, and I wanted to decompress before coming to, to New Year's here. Hashtag um, on brand. Hashtag on brand. Mm-hmm. Very much on brand. Um, and it was fantastic. Um, but that place, um, I was walking out in the morning, and there were people that were, that were moving into the next, the, the, the house right beside it. And it was extremely awkward when he was like, hey, how's it going? Doing pretty good. He's like, ah, yeah, we're just moving we're just in. moving in. Like, <laughs> that's cool. That's really interesting. Um, I'm not. Um, really not. I'm not used to around here, uh, but I'm from Boston. Um, which, by the way, um, I've used the Boston thing fairly recently. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I was living in your in-laws' place. Um, He's talking to me. Yep, and um, I was getting gas at a place near um, the office my company has in in Raleigh. Um, <laughs> and I was getting gas, was pumping it. Guy pulls up in his truck, I parks it, gets out, and was like, "Hey." Where can I get diesel around here? I was like, "Wow, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm from Boston." <laughs> can I point out that like 90 percent of gas stations in North Carolina have diesel? Yeah, you should be like, "It's a I don't know, pump. a gas station." Can I point out that's the closest gas station to my office, and I've been I've uh-huh. done gas at that gas station no fewer than 20 times. And you're um, like, "I'm and, from Boston." I'm from Boston. <laughs> yeah, I I'm <laughs> forgot everything. Straight answer, like. Look, dude, right, I'm from Boston. I'm, I have no I, idea uh, what Bojangles is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so confused. You bring up a not dealing with other people as, as somewhat of a loner, um, that you rented an Airbnb and had no contact with us. Um, and I, I kind of want to throw it out to the group. How would you feel about like an hour or, or more in these sensory deprivation pods? Is that something that you would be like very relaxing for you or very uncomfortable. Um, Why don't I explain what a sensory deprivation deprivation pot is because I know. Yeah, so basically... You totally know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so Mm. basically there are these um, enclosures usually that have water that's been, and sometimes even salt water, that's been warmed up to around body temperature that are uh, sound dampening and are basically such that so you can um, basically not experience any other um, outside sensory input and just sort of 
focus on yourself, maybe there are people that believe that, that without other sensory input you can hallucinate, things like that. Um, and there are people that definitely feel that that's... Uh, Those are people who haven't done drugs. Well, I will say Joe Rogan is a big fan of the hallucinations from sensory deprivation. He's done definitely... He might have done too many. Yes. Uh, too many. Okay. <laughs> he might have done too many, but but I guess there's that sense of has it ever been have you ever been in a place that's so quiet, like it's oppressive and you almost hear something from it? Yeah, it sounds like meditation. I, I don't know. It's not my thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh Levi, would you like that? So here's the deal. I have a, I have a complicated relationship with this. Um, for for those who don't mm. know, um, I am the weird person who and, and, and Terry I think has, has experienced this. Um when I need to concentrate um, due to just ADHD, um, I will wear earplugs and, 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 and read like by myself in my apartment. Mm-hmm. No one's around. Um, I'm not uncommonly at work. will put in earplugs, put in earphones over my ears, play music very softly, and like concentrate and focus on work. Um, I'm a little terrified of sensory, sensory deprivation things. Um, I mean, I think it would be very interesting. I'm definitely willing to do it. Um, but I don't know where that can go. Mm. I, I, I think it'd be potentially addictive um, because I think I'd like it a lot. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, Spencer? I, How does that hit you? I've never been in a, a sensory deprivation tank or anything really even similar. I've never even really tried to meditate, but it seems like something I would quite enjoy. It's also something I'd worry that I would just probably fall asleep about 10 minutes in and just sleep through whatever period it was. So just drown? Yeah. I, <laughs> I will say um, in that comment about the falling asleep, so it, it, I, I used to do yoga semi-regularly. Um, and so I, at the very end of yoga, it's, very, it's not uncommon to do what's called savasana. So mm-hmm. you sort of rest there. Yeah. Um, it's not uncommon, at least my personal experience, which is like to enter this sort of Zen state of potentially asleep, but potentially awake. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very interesting little flow there. And it's it's really fun. It's really, really enjoyable. Now, as a person who adores that kind of moment of where you've just vaguely woken up, but you've not really gotten out of bed or anything else, I can start doing some element of lucid dreaming during that point of where I'm Mostly, not sure if you have socks on or not. Not sure if you have shoes on. Or not. There are various elements of it. Yes, t-shirt doesn't fit just right. There's a hole. Not, there's I'm another not hole. sure which hole I'm in, but it doesn't really matter. All you know, there's it. a lot of ways it can play out, but I see that potential during that kind of thing. So I think I would look forward to it. Interesting. All right. Well, we've had two. Um, help. Yeah. Do you have a thought on this, or is that? Well, does it sound like something that could efficiently get you fucked up? So, as a newly affirmed extrovert, I find it. Um, I, I find it interesting. Uh, I find it interesting a concept. I don't know how I would feel. I, I feel like I might be frightened by the silence because it is. Um, it has. It has the the silence of my mind. My own existence has kind of frightened me gradually more and more. Um, yeah, I think I'd be fearful of it, but would more than happy to give it a try. I'll keep Following it question: um, Who affirms you as an extrovert? Uh, that- me and myself have recently affirmed of my existence as so, an extrovert. How can I give you like I'm? I'm gonna try and go out into a store and give you a gold star for your extrovertedness, and and I'll send them to you regularly. 
to see your. I your think I would that. like that very much. I'm happy to do You're that. committed now, PJ. I am. I just think that's a, a really aggressive stance. Like I was an introvert, decided to be an extrovert. Here I am. Yeah. How yeah. I just decided to. Yeah. <laughs> Power to you. All right. Do yeah. you want to jump into an, uh, our on-brand stuff? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Spencer. I think you have a good one. Levi, do I have a good one? You have a great one. Um, somebody set this up. Um, so we were over at, at, at Terry's place and um, just talking, just catching up. As we do. Catching up. Um, and let me play out this conversation yeah. um, for the audience here. Um, I've noticed in my life that, that people who are less adept at technology um, like will not uncommonly send me photos. Mm-hmm. And those photos, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. they uh, have an Apple device, mm-hmm. are live mm-hmm. photos. And they don't intend that to be a live photo. Now, I personally love getting those and pressing them and watching and seeing where this goes. Because I think that you know maybe there will be some weird things thrown in there because they don't quite understand they're taking live photos. Live photo so, meaning it's like a second and a half, two it, seconds. It moves for a second and a half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, So I asked Spencer. Um, so Spencer, on, on let's say you take 100 photos. Mm-hmm. What percentage would be accidental live photos? Is it higher or lower than 20%? Spencer, what is the answer? Yeah, and in terms of concept, I think we were sharing pictures of like nephews and nieces or whatever else. We're bragging about it. Yeah, our, our, I, I handed our you my phone and you noticed certain key details that were already at play there. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Levi, did you swipe without Spencer's consent? I did not. <laughs> yeah, because that is party foul. Mm, okay. That's a how thing. So, that is a how thing. <laughs> I will. He is an extrovert, and I will fully admit to that. Yes. Don't give me your phone, guys. I'm gonna swipe. <laughs> Absolutely. So you asked this question, and I believe my immediate response was: you asked, but it was like twenty percent. I was like, so, so out of hundred photos, are twenty more than twenty, or, or less than twenty, accidental live photos? Yeah, and I thought about this, and my immediate response in my head was. What's a live photo? No, maybe your response was, <laughs> aren't all of them now? So, for the audience, um, when we were having this conversation, it, it came to, to, to be pretty obvious that Spencer did not turn, he doesn't understand how to turn off live photos. He's like, I think every photo is just live photos now. Um, is there a way to turn that off? No, um, I very much believe that this was just a standard feature of every photo that was taken with Apple. And so... Is it just with Apple or did you tell your parents, like, hey, this is just how the world works now. All of the pictures. They used to be black and white, now they're colored. This is the next iteration. So, so, so a little bit of a crossover. Yeah, go so, on. So, Spencer, have you taken a picture of yourself and just expected it to move and, and, and like Ooh. reply, you know, a la... Oh, this is very parts. Harry Potter, yeah. So, <laughs> chocolate frog, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, counterpoint, um, have you ever taken a selfie? I have taken selfies, yes. Wait, wait, but first, <laughs> let me take a selfie. What? <laughs> yes. I love you, Spencer, but that, that sounded like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yes, yes, I have indeed a selfie. So, so, so when, when you take the selfie, do, do you have a confused look on your face? Because I really want to see the selfie. I can I, what angle do you take a selfie from? Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or it could be the under, sort of under the nose that's kind of selfie. Uh, that's very forty-year-old man. Is your face in the selfie? <laughs> My face is in the selfie. Yes. Is there an alternative? Yes. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> there are other features that people typically like to show <laughs> sell photos <laughs> specifically on the internet. Uh, <laughs> you learning as we go. Go on. You are a lawyer. You work at a law firm. Yeah. In, you know, in answer your question, Sarah, pretty much any selfie I've ever taken has been with a somewhat downward uh, inclined shot. Ooh, I, I look am thin. very interested that mine is the only question that you actually answered. I'm not, I am not touching what's at the other side of this couch. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, was there another question at some point there? No, I mean, we're what? just establishing for the listening audience that, that Spencer at some point just assumed that all photos were live no. photos. At that point. There was, um, and, and was a little confused about how to turn them off and, and was very appreciative, I that, will say, once I showed him how to turn live photos no, off. That's <laughs> interesting. It's an example of relative knowledge of where my parents asked me, like, probably a year and a half ago about, why do all the pictures move now? <laughs> so, so do you think like well, if, 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 let me finish the thought just a second if you and, were born 30 years ago would they have asked you why they're in color I don't know I was not born there I can't assume but I feeling the need to just invent a response to said well that's just how Apple does pictures now that's the best thing I think I've ever heard and it's just so, look, guys. It's like that, like the headphone jack. Okay, it's yeah, going. This, this is how pictures occur now. I would have loved if you said, "Well, that's what Siri just does now." <laughs> I blamed Apple rather than Siri. Fair enough. And so, yeah, Levi. Until you then trying to contain your laughter when I asked you, "Aren't all pictures that way now?" Uh, turned the phone around and just pressed one button. I was fully convinced that there was no alternative but to moving pictures on iPhones. I love the simplicity of your world. <laughs> I love how you just accept how things are. And like, well, yeah, so, so you say simplicity, but I feel like it's incredibly scientific. Like you, you approach the world as if there has nothing gone before you, and everything's just like novel, and and you're just trying to build some sort of. Uh, sense to the world and that no person that has gone before you or interacted mm -hmm. with you has any influence or any like useful suggestions to like what you do and just like oh well I step out in the morning and and you know sometimes I I, I touch the concrete and sometimes I don't and that that's a new experience and so that adds to to my experience of the world and how I interact I with think them. you're being really kind to your BJ because <laughs> Like, that was kind of yeah, I, I do. Like, Spencer, you're, you're probably my most intelligent friend, but I do think you are, like, when, when they're in... When, that, but yeah, sure, well, I think that in, like, Silicon Valley, when they're like, well, they'll just, they'll just accept it. Like, you're, like, the guy. You know, when they're like, you know what? I have their hope for what yeah, the new rollout like, will be. Now there's, that, now there's just this. Now your car doesn't work without Wi-Fi. It's like you get in your car and like I gotta connect. Okay, well I gotta connect Wi-Fi now. Well, like, that's just what well, we do. It, it's part of the manual. Like why, uh, why wouldn't it be that way? But I don't have a manual, so what shall I do? <laughs> it's not in the manual. My apologies, BJ. All right. Well, that was a really astute question you asked Levi because I would never have thought to ask that question, but it also uncovered. <laughs> Spencer, I'm not sure you didn't know how to turn it off, right? I didn't know there was a button that involved turning it off. I thought that was all pictures. Now that's awesome. All right, do we want to try the third one, and then I've got one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're going to try the third Jim Beam sign Signature Craft. This one is soft red wheat as opposed to hard red wheat. So <laughs> I, I have a little bit. This is, isn't on brand per se, but this is um, the Midwest brand. 
Oh, please um, tell me more about the Midwest branch. So when I moved out to the Midwest, and I am oh, that's a right. I forgot you lived uh, You're like, I got this. Dang. Someone owns the Midwest? I am a consummate over here. NPR listener. Um, one of the things that I notice and I thoroughly appreciate is the unique segments that are part of um, an NPR station. And so in where I was in the Midwest, which was University of Illinois, and um, the Go Illinois, find Illini. Uh, yes, totally. Um, oh, five. Uh, they, they almost... Uh, won the national championship. They did get there, um, but they did lose to some team that I can't remember right now. <laughs> um, and the the thing that that stood out to me the most with um, in on NPR was they had crop reports, and so mm. the the hard winter wheat and you know the the different varieties of corn and things like that would be reported on um, NPR and were a, a constant segment, I think at, at 10 a.m., um, but, but it was, they, they'd have the farm report and how, you know, hard winter wheat was doing in Illinois and what corn was selling for in South America and things like that. And it was just, it, Very you Midwest. knew, you knew that you were in the Midwest. Good. All right. Well, let's give it a try. And Spencer has astutely pointed out that we've now poured and we're about to try our third um whiskey and we're decreasing volumes of consumption <laughs> yeah so the so first substantially first bottle we are full wait, wait. second bottle half so, full so, so third the first three bottle spencer poured without for everybody yeah the second bottle spencer poured for a couple of people and then a couple of people poured and then the third bottle was passed around so other people could make decisions about how much whiskey they wanted to drink we are a and solid inch and a half different between the first and third bottle now that's funny. All right, well, I tried it. I'll go first. I would say of the three, this is my least favorite. Um, not that it's bad, but not that there's a lot there. There's nothing there. It's, I would say, still very drinkable. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, it's not bad at all. It's like, not bad. I, I wouldn't feel bad about mixing this. Even like, a little Diet Coke? With, I mean, I don't like Diet Coke, but yes. Sure. Okay. Let's um, just put it this way. If I was in my lower 20s and I was out at a bar and I got a shot of whiskey and I got this. Love it. You'd so be so happy. Happy. So Fantastic. Happy. This is a good great, call. This is a great evening. Yeah. Good segue. How? What do you think of um, the efficiency? The third one? Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so uh, if you were to look at the um, uh, standard deviation of, of the the curve of getting you drunk with mm -hmm. different whiskeys, would this be a tighter one because like you could drink it more uh, it, consistently? It, it, it wasn't as smooth, and now I'm feeling a burning in my belly versus previously. So that's um, that's probably not as good as previous versions. So you're still favoring the first one here. <laughs> Yeah. different view to this than I ever expected. No, I, yeah, I, 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 I have a burning in my stomach right now that was not there before. Okay. He's got a fire in his belly. You mm. didn't even have fireball. All right, I'll do my own brand. Um, so one of the things that Spencer has astutely pointed out about me is that when Spencer and I hang out alone, we just hang out. It's normal. But when I have an audience, I like to perform. So then I start making fun of him. Mm -hmm. So Spencer and I spent two days together before uh, today, which is New Year's Eve, 
I don't think we had any sort of joke or any negative thing. No, it was a very pleasant time for right. me. Right, and then Levi came. Yeah. Uh, and so 30 minutes into Levi there, I started picking at the scab of how he works. So I wanted to know, Spencer, are you the only person that checks your email? We're just focusing on me today, aren't we? It's like, no, I got a secretary that sometimes will check my email. Spencer, when you agree to, like, let's say an appointment, do you have to put it on your calendar? Sometimes I I try, and and sometimes I CC my secretary to put it on my calendar, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which Levi and I got a big kick out of, but my own brand is the fact that I could have asked you those questions for like two and a half days. (laughs) I was there. I was available to answer these questions. But I waited until Levi came. So, so, so. Levi had barely sat down before these started. I was like, hey, Levi, get a kick out of this. Hey, Spencer, I got a question for you. <laughs> so, so I really want to know, like, what a road trip would look like with just the two of you. Two of us? Yeah, because I know what... we talk TV shows and politics. It'd be a lovely trip. Yeah, I, but, but it'd be, like, the complete opposite of what a group road trip has been with, with a group of us. Because it, it takes about... 15, 20 minutes to start getting really blue really quickly of just like interrogating Spencer about like all the weird details of his life that we purport to know. Like the answers could be the most mundane and boring things, but but we do our best to, to make an, a very entertaining road trip that has nothing to do with like shared experiences or anything else. And and put Spencer on the spot and and everybody else honestly in the car like it, it just but it has to do with like who is there yeah Ooh. so that's a qu- good question about the dynamics between us and I can tell you that I already we already have uh, a case study for this yeah because Spencer and I did go on a road trip down to Myrtle Beach one time and here's how here how here's how it was different on the way there. I knew we were going to a group of people that we were always going to be with mm-hmm. for two days. So it was a fact-finding mission for me. I was, Spencer, tell me about your sex life. Spencer, tell me about all the weird things. I had, to, had a list of things I could bring up when I got there to to joke about. And on the way back, it was like, did you have fun? Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. You want to stop for coffee? Yeah, sure, buddy. Like, well, let's do it. Much more restrained on the way back. <laughs> so that's the difference. If this it's a road trip and I'm going somewhere with an audience, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. It brings up a very interesting point. Spencer, how do we get on the topic of your secretary? Because I know we talked about your marketing budget, and I was very curious about this marketing budget. Um, you just brought it up. I just brought it up. Randomly. Because I already knew, what, I already knew the answers. <laughs> this is like, this will be part of the Spencer to answer. So, yeah, it's, that's my, my own brand. Yeah, um, we were just sitting down. You walked in the door, and suddenly, like, let's do 35 minutes of this right now. <laughs> He was half in, half listening to an emails. Um, and we're, we're sure, you were working during this. It's just like, oh, Spencer, let's talk about you while I'm still working. No, it's multitasking. Do you share your secretary with well, anybody we, else? We don't need to keep the conversation <laughs> yes, going. Yes, he does. Wait, uh, whoa, are you talking about sexually? Or whoa, 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 People. My bosses listen to this show. Yeah, that that was we we don't. That was a, it can uh, go through uh, fine, but the answer is no, uh, no. Strike no that basis. from the record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Objection, uh, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 On several prior episodes, all of the alcohol present was provided by my bosses. Mm. So let's just keep that in mind. I mean, there's, there's, there's a precedent for future supportive. potentialities. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. What was your question, Hal? Uh, do you share your secretary with other lawyers? Or with three other attorneys, yes. Ah. How is that like for you, personally? 
He BCCs her and she does stuff. <laughs> Who knows? He doesn't care. Wait, wait, <laughs> do you feel any sense of jealousy or any sense wait, of entitlement? Okay, so that's a Not a bit, no. Wait, wait, Spencer, do you actually BCC or do you just, like, email directly or CC? Like, I, I just can't imagine you going to the effort of BCCing. I will do both in equal measure. I gotta tell you, every time I BCC somebody, I feel like I'm like the most clever person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, man, I can yeah. nail that. Okay, so, so literally, so the best part of this podcast is Lee's wife was, was going out to do something and Stop heard that, that about his BCC habits and walked back into the room. Just stare at him. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that. I think I'm pretty slick when I BCC. <laughs> Sarah, your thoughts? Yeah, she's got nothing. Okay. Thoughts? <laughs> she's just listening. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, so mine's not nearly as funny, um, but so Christmas is just passed. Um, I purchased um, for my my nephew a Christmas present. Here, here. Um, he. It's hard to buy things for him. He's 11, he's right? 11. 11. Yeah. He's 11. He's not really into a lot of stuff. He's into baseball and like playing video games. It's a hard age uh, to get for. So I bought him a PlayStation gift card. Now, I could have bought this PlayStation gift card at any place, but I decided to buy it in, in our hometown, Elizabeth City. Um, I decided to buy it there because I wanted to tangentially support the local economy. I do a lot of that, too. Bought it there. Um, now, the person I got uh, to check me out from, from the GameStop there very clearly was a trainee, and he was like not given access to stuff. Um, the the manager, by the way, she said the most condescending stuff in the world. He's <laughs> just like what? Uh, so he, I was purchasing a game plus the the gift card, um, and the game um, he he rung up, he rung the gift card, um, and then tried to find the game, um, hmm. and was struggling to find the game because apparently they had very little stock it uh, on hand. <laughs> the very end, she just said. That's a habit you need to break. Um, Whoa! Is not the strongest move, um, managerially. Um, Would recommend that one. No. Anyway, he seemed like, he seemed nice enough, but I was a little concerned. And in my heart of hearts, I thought this gift card is not going to work. This gift card is not going to work. Um, he probably didn't ring up correctly, register correctly. He probably screwed up. Um, fast forward to Christmas. Um, my nephew unopens, uh, opens his gift, um, and he gets a gift card. Goes to, to put it into the PlayStation account. Doesn't work. And I'm like, ah, this sucks. Like, well, you know, I really hate process and like formality and paperwork and just dealing with people in general. Um, so Hashtag on brand. Here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to engineer a situation where I take my nephew to this GameStop and use him as a device. As a, as a <laughs> oh, God. To, to oh, that's incredible. Up. Oh, oh man. Um, the on-brand just doubled. Yeah. Uh, it's for him. <laughs> so, by the way. I, uh, so, so this is the game and this is the, the stuff that he wants, um, but this is totally for him. Like, you know, I don't play video games. Like, he, he's really into them. <laughs> so, um, fast forward to the Friday after Christmas, and I have to do an errand for my mom. I'm like, hey, um, nephew, let's go ahead and do this together. <laughs> and we do this together. Nice bonding um, between the two of you. Yeah. Do you, do you call him nephew? 
Well, I, yes, he does. Uh, I, your nephew here. I was saying the name. I, I was replacing the name. I don't necessarily call him. Just making he's, sure he's underage. Um, he doesn't want to. Put by the way, the, the mm. prior day, um, he had said, "Hey, let's go watch a movie." I'm like, "Well, there's only movies in in, 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 in really in Virginia. Um, there's nothing showing here um, in Elizabeth City that you want to watch." B- so BJ's it, got a, a look on his face. So Elizabeth City's in Northeast North Carolina. Yeah. you'd have to travel about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes to get to like a large city that actually would have a. Legit movie theater. Okay. Um, so, sense. <laughs> but it was funny. That I ended up calling um, my mom and was like, hey, um, can I take my nephew um, across, to, across to, state lines to go like, watch? I just want to make sure this is not an issue. To go watch a movie. Uh, but I used the phrase of, can I take a minor across state lines? <laughs> you said it that way? And when I hung up, my nephew was like, what does a minor mean? <laughs> I was like, you. You're looking at me like I was saying something weird. I, I know. I know. You didn't know how on brand this was. Really great moment there. BJ made the joke about the thing Levi really did, and I thought he was nuts when he did it. <laughs> but anyway, fast forward to, to, to the next day, Friday, mm. um, and I... Minor. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having trouble. <laughs> find, your, find your center. You can oh, do I'm this. Good, I'm good. I'm good. There you go. I um, we ran there and we went to the GameStop and I went up there to the, to this like 19 year old girl who's working there and I was like, so I bought this a couple of days from you guys. I bought it from my nephew. <laughs> went into him and I was like, yeah. um, and, and I'm like, he, 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 he put this code in. It says it's invalid. Now this is one of the few gifts that he's got. How are you going to deny him? Oh. Uh, <laughs> he wants to buy some skins on Fortnite. <laughs> We're just trying to sort the situation out. So what can you do for me right now? Uh, and she was just like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> Saw right through what you were doing. You yeah. motherfucker! And she was like, "Look, you know, we don't have the resources here to be able to help you out with this. We need to call Sony Corporate and be able to sort this thing out." And I was like. This is nothing we can do right now. He's really trying to get these skins on Fortnite. I don't know what's going on in the world. He, he really wants these skins. I don't know what, what skins can be are. Done? Um, and I was like, look, are you going to tell him he can't have the skins right now? Um, this is like what I got him for Christmas, and he was really excited about this. And it's one of the few ways that we bond. Bond, like, yeah. I'm not in town anymore, and and I'm trying to like. You know, keep in touch with him and, and, and make it so like we, we have this connection. Cue crying child. The only way you could make it worse is if you were like, and he's dying of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that big of an asshole. Um, but she basically just like. He's just not doing well these straight days. Up, like, mm, he's not dying. Straight up deflected me and was like, look, you gotta call Sonny, Sonny Corporate. I can't, we can't even hear. We don't have. We, 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 like, Nothing you can do. I try. I try to help out local businesses and buy things from people, and, and there's nothing you can do. There's nothing that says local business like GameStop. And I, I raise a stink. <laughs> That's and, about all I got. And there's, and there's nothing. There's nothing they can do. Mm. Um, by the way, getting Sony on the on the phone, hard, hard ass. Um, which, by the way, in, in the concept of like, oh, way we can bond. Um, he's incredibly better at Fortnite. I don't know if I mentioned it before. Um, That's generational. Fortnite is a frustrating game as an older person to play. I've um, heard that. I've actually heard that, yeah. Because here's the deal. Like, I can shoot. I can shoot very well. 
first-person shooter that can kill motherfuckers. Um, this whole I build, like that. This whole building stuff, <laughs> right. Plus shooting is it, it <laughs> blows my mind. Right. Um, <laughs> erecting a ramp to then shoot off the top of. I'm very, I'm very lucky that one of the recent updates of Fortnite allows for duos with uh, two people playing on the same console, mm-hmm. split screen situation. Um, because I'm like, here, here's the deal. Um, I will run the interference. I'll take all the bullets. Right. Um, you do the Minecraft shit. I'm, I'm going to try to kill people, but I can't build anything. Mm. Um, and he's like, that's great. Uh, but before he, he thinks so highly of me, he's like, are you just joking around? I'm like, nah, I'm just bad at this game. I don't know. <laughs> I, just shoot. Just, just build. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't know the buttons. I, I shoot. I don't build. It is such a frustrating game as a person who is reasonably good at first-person shooters yeah. to play. Um this makes me feel like my mother um, in my heart of hearts. Um, she was really good at shooting. No, she was not, not good at game. She was good at getting on a straight line. That's okay. what I did. Um, I'm good at shooting. Uh, I can go and get multiple lines right. in 3D, but this build situation is... We were so, conditioned in a much more simple era. Just, it's, it's incredible, these kids these days. I feel like what this is like a, like a 2019, like, Tiny Tim didn't get the goose on Christmas. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> <laughs> Levi's nephew didn't get the the gift card for how, video games. How way, much was he into what you were doing? He was not super into it. And the very <laughs> when we left the store, he was like, "Well, what were you trying to do?" And I was like, "I was trying to play up sympathy for you." And like, you're right there in person. Like, you look pretty cute. I don't know. Like, hopefully, hopefully she won't even tell you no. Um, can you, uh, hopefully she can figure this stuff out. He goes. You think that was gonna work? <laughs> not, not really. I, I really, I really, I was, I was hoping. hoping you had wow. hopes. And then he shames you in the car afterwards. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. Uh, do we want to go to the fourth? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's do it. Um, I was gonna say, if anybody wants a washout, we have uh, whole ro- rolled oats. I feel like this is a a very breakfast bourbon. Um, uh, yeah. So, so apparently these are 11-year bourbons. I'm quite excited. I'm curious, where did you get these things from? Um, I, I feel like I'm going to rub something that I don't want to. Um, so there's a, a chain called Keg and Bottle. And Is that I, in North Carolina, in California? In where? California. Um, I, I, I had a whiskey mule... Uh, bring these out to a whiskey mule. A whiskey mule. So, so I have a, 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 a semi-legitimate contract with with a um, semi-legitimate contract with with, with a, a frequent traveler between California and North Carolina that um, that that every so often is willing to to bring things that are a little bit more difficult to transport to North Carolina. Are you involved with the cartels? Um, mostly with my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. He doesn't know where he gets his tacos from. <laughs> what do you think? the province of his tacos? My, my tacos are probably not legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. I'm not going to build a wall. I am way too lazy. Um... So 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 yeah. I, I figured this would be uh, somewhere between the the wheat and and the more rye expressions of, of this Jim Beam uh, signature craft um, with the oats. 
um, a little bit more towards the the uh, wonderful oatmeal that you prepare, rather than than a little, little bit more more rice or wheat, uh, a little bit sweeter versions. Thanks, buddy. Okay, good. Gotta get that snap. Gotta get 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 that snap. Sorry about that, Um so I'm happy to go next with my on brand and well, I feel like Well BJ, before you do that, do you yeah. do you know of any like um other whiskeys that like folks just casual listening uh would know that use rolled oats? I don't. I don't either. Like, like yeah. oats is not I feel like a common addition. Um and honestly also, this rolled oats is, is is a very bodybuilding. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very bodybuilding, like like high fiber yeah. thing. And I also feel terrible because I could also be, healthy. I could also see like that just being a general addition to pull some harshness or whatever out of just general whiskeys and yeah. and my just talking out of my ass because the amount that I pay attention to the mash bill of any given whiskey is is very low yeah like i, I yeah. will pay attention a little bit to weeded whiskeys you know because i mean honestly because of pappy because pappy um pappy van winkle is so famous and they're basically famous because they got they did a weeded bourbon that was very well aged and it just became such a big thing and the wheat imparts just a slightly different flavor than the corn does, and so weeded bourbons became a big thing, and then and as well as rye, and so people pay attention a little bit more to the mash bill if it has wheat or rye in it, and yeah, I otherwise agree. no one cares. No, I agree, but I just had never honestly before we started this, I just had never even heard of it. Yeah. So that's why I asked the question because it's it seems to me to be pretty rare. Or at least not common. Yeah, not common at all. Yeah. Um, interesting. The, this this whiskey just it it tastes very basic. Like this Come is on. like super stereotypical. This is bullet. Are you gonna say basic bitch? Oh whiskey? oh no <laughs> no. I mean, it wasn't, but like it, it, it just tastes Basic like a. I don't like it. It is whiskey. Yeah, it's whiskey. No, no, but but if if I guess this is the whiskey, like if you ordered a whiskey at a bar and didn't know any better, and somebody just like poured you a shot. Yes. This is the whiskey. This is whiskey. This is real, Jim Beam. It tastes to me more like, uh, and BJ, you and I were talking about this earlier. It, it tastes to me like a, like a diluted Knob Creek. Where you have that's a fair, that's a fair call. That's, maybe, a, that's a really interesting call. Maybe like two things come out at you when you yeah. taste it, and that's just about it. I mean, and honestly, this almost tastes woody. Yeah. Like like it was inappropriately aged, which is weird because all of these whiskeys were aged in the exact same way mm -hmm. and the exact same place. So, it's, which makes this whole you know sort of tasting flight really interesting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, not adding some other grain or, or something just does a very weird thing or maybe just oats do something weird to the whiskey in general. Yeah. How what do you think? It is my How's the belly? It is my subjective opinion that this 
um, 70% efficiency or well, 60? Well, somehow transported me back to a simpler, more rustic time in American history. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> this man gives us notes. Go on. Give, tell us more. Speaking of Batman. Do you feel like, like you need a shotgun? This is a person yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your who has some property in the Kentucky Territory. So, so and, so yeah. I, I, actually, I really like that. Like, Coon hat. As much as I, as, as we're teasing you about this, I kind of agree. I mean, this is kind of like the, if there was a large vat of whiskey at the end of the bar that somebody the just like opened yeah. up. Here is Al the whiskey. Jen is drinking and, and just it, yeah. sort of like breathe, you know, into and wiped out the condensation. Like, this is, this is maybe what you would get. And so... While we're laughing at you, like I, yeah, I do yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. You want to fly land in the Dakota territories? <laughs> this is whiskey for you. Simpler time with outside Deadwood. <laughs> can, can you make your sign at the Just bottom of the paper? <laughs> I. Am that is the worst. <laughs> not not the accent. Accent. <laughs> I am and not able to. Accent. Uh, accomplish BJ in 2020. Such a task. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Hal. You've opened the discussion. Yeah, Levi. that was good. Yeah. Le- Levi, what'd you think? It's definitely harsher. It's, it's not nearly as smooth. Um, as Terry pointed out in BJ Cosign, like, it's not a ton, ton of notes. Um, there's nothing. There's not really a ton of complexity here. Um, I do surprisingly co-sign Mr. Mr. Hal Wu here. This is fucking frontier whiskey. This is like, hey, I got a plot of land. Got a dream. This is great, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna open a tool store a here in this yeah. here in this uh, town with a, a star bullock toy, toy store, curmudgeonly uh, mm. <laughs> saloon owner. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> this by the way, you can have a curmudgeonly Jew like this to me, like just to go sex. That is required. <laughs> You were looking at me. He was. Two or three more tastings, I might have got there. Okay. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> leads into our, our, our sponsorship by Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Deadwood <laughs> sponsors podcast. HBO has underwritten our podcast. <laughs> Deadwood only on HBO. Mm. Please listen to our Succession podcast. Check out the movie because it really is a follow-up to the really good TV series. It, it, all right, good work, Hal. You guys, it, it is. It's great. We all agree with you. Okay. Oh, it's a I'm, simpler time. Yeah, it's, it's a, a simpler, simpler time. time whiskey. I feel like I feel like the person who has walked into this saloon with the whiskey cask at the end of the bar and asked for a gin martini. Our East Coaster has arrived. I will say, and everybody in the bar has just looked over. Turned. BJ, would you like to do the Southern accent reply to that? Back on our train to New York, maybe. I will say, as a person who is going to New City, I've been trying to find a bar. Where that sort of request would just be like, yuck, <laughs> get out of here. We got whiskey, we have beer. That, that's it. I've been trying to find that place, and suddenly they, they, they've been just, just legislating them out of Boston. I feel like um, you moved to Boston at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say, like, 
couple of centuries. Not finding yeah. find enough people that are named Sully. Uh, from my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Positive thing to say about all these so far is that none of them are really objectionable. They're kind Agreed. of all designed to be perfectly pleasant. Oh, they're all they're all good whiskey. Good whiskey. Yeah. Okay, so, so this is one of the things that, that I've talked to a lot of brewers about, which is almost every brewer that I've talked to has a deep respect for Budweiser in how they can put out a beer that is the same everywhere. Mm -hmm. It is always the same. You know exactly what you're going to get. It is consistent for the past 20, 30, 40 years. And I think that the craft that goes into these whiskeys that, that we are tasting are is the same kind of thing. Like, you know, anywhere you go in the world, if you have a Jim Beam, you know exactly what you're going to get. It is at a least a minimum standard, and these are above that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I will draw a parallel to something else we've talked about on Whiskey Weekends is my love of the fast food industry. And it's the same thing. I mean, we can all shit on a McDonald's hamburger. But the fact that there you can get a McDonald's hamburger everywhere and it tastes exactly the same within two minutes of you ordering it is really impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same kind of thing. It's trustworthy. It's reliable. It's when you we don't know the area. That's something you can always count on. Mm -hmm. I am curious, BJ. How many brewers have you talked to? That's five, Quite ten. A bit. <laughs> it is way <laughs> more than five or ten. <laughs> Let's you, just say uh, every actually, time we've gone to I'm curious what number. I don't. I so I don't know. Is exactly. it limited breweries or is it like go to the, the cash register at Harris Teeter and just like <laughs> so? What's the deal with this butt butt situation? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. So I would say it's probably approaching hundred and not over, but it's probably closer to seriously. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised, but I probably shouldn't be. I'm not at all. Have I talked to hundred people in the past year? The answer is obviously above. But like <laughs> You've doubled you your talk, intake tonight. You've talked to a hundred <laughs> brewers? Yeah, Levi, he takes the earplugs out. <laughs> he takes the headphones off. Christ. <laughs> yeah, I believe that though. I mean pissed off. <laughs> I don't think I pissed off any. So, so first of all, like I think it helps that there are oftentimes brewers will show up to uh, beer events, events, and and if there is a festival or something like that, fairly often a brewer will show up and be pouring their beer. So that helps. Um, I don't know that I've talked to a hundred people this year. Um, and I like that you bring that up, Levi, and I was thinking about it, and I was just like, I don't know that I can make that claim. I mean, you definitely have. I mean, we, we all have, right? Yeah, that's probably... Uh, well, if you can't like people checking you out at, you know, grocery We're excluding those folks. It's surprisingly well, often the same person. Yeah, he goes um, the same like, easy grocery. Like a more than 10 words requirement or something? Yeah. I don't know, but when you said that, I did believe you. Now, Levi, to your question, which was how many have you pissed off, I think the answer is probably zero. Now, how many people did he think was a, actually a brewer who was really just pouring the beer? Has he pissed off? That number's probably huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, tell, me, tell me about this. I don't know, dude. I'm just pouring the beer. So, <laughs> but if it's somebody who actually made it, they probably yeah, like the so, conversation. So, 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 this man goes to Applebee's and he's just like, tell, tell me about this. I'm like, I don't know. It's a fucking Sam Adams. Applebee's? Come on, Levi. Fuck you. So, 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 the other side of it is like... 
it is vaguely possible. It, it is. I won't bring up like, oh, hey, did you brew this? But anyway, um, so so I feel like this is a very appropriate segue to my own brand. Um, all right, as you do that, let's do the fifth because I think we got to wrap up here soon. We're doing all we of them today. All right. Yeah, we're doing um, five. And we we have plenty more to. to we have plenty more whiskeys that we can continue uh, yeah. another episode. The with. night is young, baby. All right, well, give me be James uh, one. Say what it is. Your livers are not. <laughs> our livers aren't. Um, well, wait, for a second, Lee, tell us what this is. Uh, this is this is the rye. Yeah. Uh, BJ uh, recommended we do this last. I think that's a good idea. It's probably the one that'll explode our palate. Uh, probably going to be a little bit more interesting taste than the others. I don't know yet, but it is well, the one I'm the most excited about. Um, so my own brand. Um, does have to do with a some brewers and a, a local uh, brewery. Um, so there's a brewery, California Wild Ales. I'm happy to wrap them on the pod. I quite like them. They're great. Um, and uh, Brianna had come out to visit me, and I hadn't been there for a couple of weeks, I think. And uh, it was like two and a half. Anyway. So, okay. Um, so, so we were out there and, and chatting with one of the bartender, uh, bartenders slash owners slash brewers. Um, there are two of them, and we're shooting these shit and and you know talking about what's on tap, you know what they're brewing, things like that. And uh, this guy's playing some music, and he is. I wouldn't quite say a deadhead because he mostly listens to more fish and things that are a little bit more modern than <laughs> than Grateful Dead, but not a lot. But he's not a deadhead. He's he, not. A deadhead. He's not not a deadhead. Yeah, that way. He, he's yeah. not not a deadhead. But but he's there's some Venn diagram overlap. A, a couple yeah, years younger me, than me, maybe, but about the same same age. Um, also from Maryland and and. Also, as I found out on a previous visit, you know, another Jew, and oh, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. and and okay. so, so he's he's so he's playing some fish, and we're we're chatting about you know the 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 fruits that he's been using for a recent brew, and all of a sudden I the fruits, yeah. So so there are some lo- local Carlsbad blueberries that they had used for for a recent sour, and and talking about how he sourced them and and how he found out about it, and I paused, and I realized that the the music was a fish concert and they were doing a Jewish prayer because that's something that fish does and I paused and I I, didn't know that actually I didn't know that either I had a puzzled look on my face similar to to what you have on your face Spencer and I was like oh wait a minute I recognize that and he looked at me and was like yeah I wondered when you'd figure that one out (laughs) (laughs) which which prayer was it, Vina? Uh, it's called Avina Malkino. It is um, pretty standard one. Yep. Yeah, a very standard one. It translates vaguely to "Our Father, Our King." Mm-hmm. Um, it's very often on. I know well. See, we have one of the Lord's like prayer, that. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, you have to benchmark it with Christianity, but yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm here oh, for oh, you. Oh, <laughs> 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 you know, hey, put this in there. Um, and, and Whoa! By, <laughs> by definition. 
<laughs> um, and it was just like, I need to remember this because this is so on brand. I am at a, you know, one of the local breweries here and the owner burr is just like, I'm going to play some fish that, that I think you're going to be entertained by. So BJ, I'm, I'm, I think you'll enjoy this. So this year, um, Hanukkah and Christmas sort of overlap. Um, Pretty close. My, my girlfriend um, is, is Jewish. And she brought a... You, you like our people? I do. They're <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, great people. The best people. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of them. So, um, my girlfriend brought a Hanukkah, um, or a menorah, um, over to, to, to Christmas and was, was lighting the hot bit. <laughs> she brought Hanukkah. <laughs> and... Um, it was super funny to watch my nephew, like watch this this happen. Um, and at the very end, like she she, she sung the song. Um, I don't remember all of it, but it's like dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. No, you are trying. My nephew at the very end was it's just been like codified by now. So. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, "What did you say?" And she goes, "I don't even know. Mm. This is just what we say." Um, like it just just straight memorized it, yeah. um, but but it was so adorable to watch him just like watch this ceremony and just get like so super into it. He was um, engrossed. Oh, he he, he that's loved cool. it. Yeah, that's he, good. He, he looked forward to that's it. That's a fun moment. Every every evening is like, oh, we're gonna light the candles. This is great. That's really and, nice. Um, and his mom walked in at, at one point. And was like, what's going on? And he goes, you know, they didn't think they had candles. For, for that many days, and, and it lasted for eight days. Uh, it was fucking fantastic. Um, that is adorable. But yeah. it was fantastic. Mom, you heard uh, about this Jewish thing? It seems interesting. <laughs> the Maccabees and all that. Mm. You can teach them about that. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Teach them about the born Jews. Teach them about the ones that speak weird languages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, mm-hmm. a cool, uh, that's a cool moment. Okay, BJ, thank you a lot for... Uh, buying these for bringing them. Uh, I do want to go around and everybody pick your favorite. Oh, I got well, to well, so taste this one. Oh, well, mm. we yeah. haven't reviewed it. Oh, okay. Well, let's review. Mm. Uh, my review, it's the best one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much that it's the best that. one that, that he has not yet passed it to his wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> she had to do some maniacal one? finger pointing. To one sip. Mm? Yeah. Just one. Yeah, uh, jumping the gun there, but I tasted it. I immediately knew it was my favorite. Um, Spencer, what'd you think? Well, it's very much a rye. Yep. If I taste that, very much clear and dead. Uh, wouldn't be my favorite, so I don't, don't enjoy rye whiskeys quite as much. Okay. But for me, it's perfectly... What I can say about all of these is that they are very much pleasant. They're obviously designed to be perfectly pleasant, perfectly smooth. So I have no objections, but in terms of favorite, I would probably default to the first. Okay. The first being the brown rice. Uh, how? <laughs> What's Which your is favorite? The most efficient? Well, so the last one I much, much prefer than the previous. Um, Did you burn your stomach? It says it's bourbon, which I confirmed by looking at it, but it tasted to me more like a scotch. Ooh, science, right? And, uh, and, and when, I, when I had it, it was very much a moment of feeling like Scottish gentry. And uh, and these are let him go, let him go, let him go, 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 and and basically enjoying um, 
enjoying that kind of a lifestyle. So, yeah. so Scottish gentry, like the tape, or or, or like the no, no 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 Scottish gentry, mostly noblemen. Right, okay. you you were an aristocrat. Now. I was an aristocrat enjoying a scotch on. A normal day on the Scottish moors. So, so, oh, so, man, so we're in the Highlands. So you're a fan of, of Prima Nocta, right? Uh, now, to be perfectly precise, Prima Nocta, Nocta was never a thing. It was just a rumor. We're going history uh, now. Uh, I'm just going to point out that the, the mics can hear you. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. let me just like sidebar the situation. So how do we all feel by the fact that how Wu's reviews the whiskey are far better than all of ours? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He is opening up avenues for us he right now. He has destroyed every single one of us. BJ, bless your heart. Terry, bless your heart. Spencer, bless your heart. How Wu was coming in here and said, I'm sitting here on like Scottish moor <laughs> drinking this fucking whiskey. How Wu, welcome to the Mangum Whiskey... This is on the weekend's <laughs> podcast. You are a member oh now. Oh my god! I'm trying just... to come up with like what he is. I can't tell if it's like an ad man or if you're like a like somebody who writes in Hollywood, like a Jeff Goldblum type that like takes the coffee and is like, "Yes, I've been to Nicaragua." Like you know that. Type <laughs> <of thing. laughs> I, I, on the other hand, have never been on in Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't accusing you, but uh, I'm glad we've established that. I'm sure that we've country will be glad you cleared that up. No, so none of the money in his bank account has ever come from Nicaragua, <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. No. So, so how, your favorite among the five was the last one? It was absolutely the last one. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yep. Uh, mine's the first one, but I also will volunteer. Um, I will take the axe. For how Wu, because he is a far better whiskey reviewer than I well, <laughs> can ever hope to be. Yeah. Life. Um, but the first one was odd. Uh, to me, the first best. It, it was the best. Um, <laughs> the last one was quite good. Um, there is a a, a a sort of aggressiveness that I like. Yep. Um, kind of more so than any of the rest of them, really. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I like the aggressiveness. Um, mm. If I was just sipping whiskey. On a balcony somewhere. First one. Obviously the first one. Spencer, cheers to you. Salud, Senor. All right, so we've got a two-to-two vote here. We go to BJ. Um, I really like this one. Um, In terms of tasting and flavor, Mm -hmm. this is my style. BJ, have you disliked any rye whiskey? Uh, No. Um, In... Fair, in terms of fair to say you like rye whiskeys. Fair to say I like that, mm-hmm. and this has been evolution of my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I would say, years before we started the Mangum podcast, and and probably even within it, uh, whiskey on the weekend, like I've been enjoying the more interesting whiskeys of, of yeah. rye's. Um, but I would say that. Just in terms of something that I would go for regularly, I think the second that was the hard winter wheat and the rye, mm. that would probably be my favorite in terms of just drinking a whiskey rather than something interesting. So something I would go back to more, but I like this better because it's so interesting. So two to two to one for right now? No, he said the rye was his favorite. Two to five. No, he didn't. He said he liked that the best. But he's biased. I, I, I'm biased towards n- new things and whatever, so so two and five are, are the ones that I would choose. Okay, great, Sarah. Any additional? Wait, wait a second. Two. You did. You, you have to choose one. Two or five. 
That's the if that's I, the gimmick here. If I have to choose, it's five. Okay. There you okay. Go. So it's three to two. So I never got to try the first one because I walked in a little bit late. We can I, fix I, that right we, now. We can fix it. It's not yeah, but there's still stuff in here. But yeah, I would yeah. actually say the first one that I tried, which was the second, yes. was probably my favorite. That's okay. Um, the second one was my favorite as well. It had like for me very two very distinct flavors to it um, that hit the palate at different times that I really liked that process. And it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very mm-hmm. nice. Well, based on a score then of two to two to three, we have a winner then. Yeah, it's it's the fifth Everyone. one that's arrived. But it, it, it does show that the, the one, two, and five were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and four, which we bashed, nobody picked. I think that's a good call. But either way, a, a, a lot of fun, BJ, doing this. Thank you for, yeah. for buying these. Much appreciated. Bringing it to us and then also talking us through it as we go. We, we've had a situation with this podcast where, generally speaking, at least one of our picks is almost like a joke selection of where it's significantly worse than the others. All of these were solid. Peanut butter was was a classic example. So so I I saved the bottle of peanut butter whiskey just to inflict it upon Brie. And I smelled it and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. Brie, did did you try it? Brie, did you try it? Yes, exactly. She smelled it and was like, no. No. Except that I was like, I will try it. But you're a nicer girl. Bree, Bree, your thoughts. What did you think of the peanut butter liqueur that we endured? I thought it tasted very fake. Like it, it yes. just industrial, like, mm, I could not stomach it. Did you taste the burn that the rest of us did? Like it was burnt peanut butter kind of thing? A little bit, and that might be the industrial part of it. Yeah. A little bit, you know, oil. It's among the worst things we've actually really tried on this podcast. Yeah, I would say it is the worst. Yeah. It might be worse than Fireball. Is it worse than the American Honey I sent you? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. worse. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I do think it is worse than Fireball. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the worst thing we've had. But uh, <laughs> all of these really good. Anything else we want to say before we wrap up for a little while? We go downstairs, no, just meet some people, and then maybe come up and record if we want to later. Not just to repeat again, BJ, thank you for bringing all of these to us. Let's do it. Cool. All right. I do enjoy it. It's the first part of our annual uh, Whiskey Weekend's recording of our New Year's party. Thanks, everybody. See you.